Rebecca, it's Beatrice. Hello, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm... I've got a bit of a cold, as you can probably Aww. hear, um, but otherwise I'm very well. Thank you. And how are you? Good. I'm all right. It's so nice to talk to you. Yes. I talking to you. Same here. Same here. So what have you been up to? Um, well, I'm currently in the middle of a two-week holiday, but as, I, as you know, I couldn't be without you for another week, yeah. so we had to speak. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, which is really nice because I'm doing the absolute minimum humanly possible. We're just taking Coda on walks on the beach, and that's, like, enough activity. Oh, and I must tell you, I've got this book that I'm about to embark on reading about. It's called Baroque Between the Wars, and it's got a chapter on silver paper. Oh, wow, Baroque Between the Wars. That sounds amazing. Oh, you must tell me when you've, when you've read it. Yes. I will, I will. But I'm just, like, I'm thrilled that any book in, a, in the world would have a chapter on silver paper. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And but, what about you? How was your time in Germany? Um, it was really nice. I saw a lot of dirndls. Um, oh, interesting. Because I went to Bavaria, so um, ah. a lot of the places we went to for meals, the staff uniform was dirndls. And wow. It was quite interesting because I was I was half contemplating, sort of not really totally seriously, um, getting one, and yes. there's so many different options, so it's it's actually not not that easy. Uh, there was one woman who had a really nice one, with, which which was very plain, um, because often you have a patterned top and right. top part, etc. So it's so that was good. The weather was awful, um, but uh. but otherwise it was. It was really nice. Um, Did you get to have nice swimming? Yes, sessions? we had amazing sw- swimming. They had a, a really, really nice swimming pool right near the oh, lake. Oh, lovely. And despite, despite the rain, we, we swam outside. And, and the last day, I even managed to go into the sea, which was super oh, cold. Oh, I got... like swimming in the sea in the rain. Yeah. There's something, I don't know, very magical about that. Yeah, it was very cold, so it was only about maybe three minutes, but it was... It was oh really well, you're nice. brave because because I'm I I keep looking at the water and thinking I want to go in and then I think but it's so cold and I don't want to die of hypothermia. You need to get um, a wetsuit. I do. Yeah, in a I nice do. color. I don't think they come in nice colors, but um, mm. maybe they can custom make one for you. Yes. Yes, I'm sure someone would love to do that. Yeah. For me. Yeah, for so my what... for my one swim in in cold British seawater, or maybe I'd go every week. Exactly, you might go if, every day. I might, go, yeah, from Brixton. Yeah, well, okay, <laughs> doesn't quite. Not when I'm back home. Yeah. Well, that sounds very good. Yeah, no, it was and good. And I also, I also wanted to tell you about a film I'd watched, which I've become a bit obsessed with aspects of. Okay. Okay, so I watched the documentary about Kevin O'Quan, you know, the makeup artist? Yes, I have um, a Kevin O'Quan eyelash curler. Oh, do you? And would you recommend it? Oh, to I me? very much. It's very good because it opens much wider oh, than really? the other one I had before, which is also very famous make, um, which was good, but I, um, I prefer yeah. this one. Because I've got a Shiseido one, which is nice, but it kind of pokes me. It, I think it's too big for me yeah it you, pokes me in the side of my eye you do need to get the right one for your eye shape i discovered that yeah from, yeah I have, I, okay well i'm gonna try that 
I have a very nice um, sort of shimmery lip gloss of his, um, which I, I also recommend to you because it's rose gold and that's very flattering. Oh, nice. Many skin tones. But it was a very interesting and very moving because it's very sad in, at the end, his, the documentary. But I have a couple of things that I just need you to share and, okay. and be equally overwhelmed by. Okay. Okay. Number one, okay, this earlier makeup artist called Way Bandy, which mm-hmm. I love just the fact that he's called Way Bandy. Yeah. And I don't know if he discovered contouring, but he certainly was the one who really made it an art form and he wrote a book on it. Oh, wow. And that's enough. That would be enough. Yeah. But the thing that I'm really obsessed with is that apparently when he was doing when he was making up a model for a black and white photograph he made them up in grayscale makeup god that's amazing did they have any photos of that no it was so frustrating because they have a photograph of the model photographed in black and white and obviously she looks amazing but you can't tell you know and i want to see pictures like color pictures of the models with black and white makeup yeah and I want to be told everything about this and everything to do with how it evolved and whether anyone else was doing it. Yeah, that sounds amazing because there's all, also people sometimes talk about in the silent era mm. that they were using weird colours. So I know, because mm. once you know that, you can kind of see that some, particularly the men look weird. Because mm. I think, didn't they have their faces like yellow or green or something? I have a feeling it really was green. It comes up yeah, in, vile, in vile bodies in the... Oh, in does the, it? Yeah, because at some point... Oh, it's years since I read that. Yeah, the the protagonist, he goes off to his um, fiancé's father and his father has got into film. And I think, oh. I'm quite sure it comes up there that they're all wear, wearing green makeup. Wow. Mm. Well, well, that, that sounds fantastic. That's amazing. I mean, because I've seen, like, in RuPaul's Drag Race, sometimes there are um, some one of the drag queens will do like grayscale makeup as a kind of you know classic Hollywood tribute, and it mm. looks incredible. It's like amazing. But the idea you would do it for black and white photographs, I'm just yeah. I mean, because I've come away on holiday shortly. You know, like I came away on holiday a couple of days after seeing the film, so I haven't had time to to try it. <laughs> research or to try it. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's going to take some serious practice for me to manage it. But I'm just blown away by this whole thing. Yeah. So there's that. You know what it also reminds me of is some um, what uh, in the in the eight. 80s like visage what, what was the person oh, of course steve strange yeah i think maybe oh, i misremember wow, i haven't thought of that maybe i misremember because there's that song fade to gray mm. oh yeah true there is yeah oh my lord now we've got a soundtrack for when we learn how to do this makeup <laughs> yeah it's all coming together yeah yes because he i mean because his, his makeup is like pyro or something isn't it it's like i guess that's what it very is very yeah. sort of new romantic mm. and theatrical so it's not exactly the same as this, but no. it definitely it links. Yeah. Oh my word. Okay, so we need to rewatch the Fade to Grey yes. video. And also in Ashes to Ashes, doesn't David Bowie? Is that's, it maybe that's a good uh, one. Yeah, we yeah. need to look at that. And as well. isn't Steve Strange in that? He video? might be. Hmm. Oh my goodness. So there's a new romantic 
connection. Yeah. And then also in the film, and I will get to Amazing Kevin O'Connor in a second, Sandy Linter is in it, who I really like. She's... I've, I she's, don't know who she uh, is. I follow her on Instagram, and she's fabulously fabulous. And she wrote a book, Beatrice, on disco makeup. Oh. Which we have to find oh, a copy yeah. of. No, we do. Like, we really, as a priority, have yeah. to get a copy of this. I think and there's she, a, a YouTube channel coming up about I, trying out all the different makeup. <laughs> Rebecca attempt grayscale. Yes. Rebecca attempt disco. disco. Oh, I think we could. I think that's a YouTube channel, a, a film, a, a whole empire. A whole empire yeah. based on us attempting different makeup. Kim and Kylie, watch out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god. So I, it was really fun to see her being interviewed and talking about Kevin O'Quinn and talking about amazing. that makeup. So that was amazing. And then also he is clearly super amazing. And the thing that I found really intriguing with him is how meticulous and how it almost seems like kind of intuitive his approach to the face was. Because like someone compares it to like artists underpainting that oh. he really understood how to kind of do a layer to sort of even out and then another layer and he never just used one colour of foundation. Mm. So really kind of understanding the tones in skin, which I think is fascinating. And he would take hours, and so photographers and everyone else would just have to wait mm. until he'd perfected it, which, of course, that's fine. And then I really, like, I was looking at the, like, his sort of period of, like, the 90s. Like, amazing. It's weird because it's like it's natural makeup, but it's darker than that. It's more kind of pronounced than that really really beautiful and of course he did books as well so we need there's like a whole shelf full of makeup books we need to buy yeah and I, copy from and i i only know know him from when i used to watch lisa eldridge's videos religiously, oh, yes. and she often mentions him and yeah. i don't know whether she met him or she, yeah, that she, she was in the film oh apparently he was she, I, I have a feeling she always said that he was super nice as well, just a really, he really nice it. person. Mm. Yeah, he seemed it, and it, the makeup, I just, it's just beautiful. Because of course he did J Lo's makeup, and I mean, she's beautiful. Oh wow! Because mm. you know, do you remember that? Is it Waiting for Tonight? That, that there's a video where she's got sparkly makeup on. We've definitely got to try that. Where like her whole face is glittering. Oh wow! Yeah, that's another one we need to watch. Mm. That because, sounds yeah, great. Complete I, face sparkle makeup is another thing we need to do. Yeah, so there's three we need to try out. Yes. In the first as, instance. As, as the first tranche of yeah. attempts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and okay, what, this is very good. I was, I've been wondering recently, um, because we've talked about other films, um, mm. why, why there's such a spate of films about fashion designers and makeup artists and I to me the Studio 54 film which yes. I haven't seen yet oh I saw that that's really good that for me that's sort of part of all that and oh it is and I just I was just wondering do I just think there are so many at no, the moment no I think there definitely are because there's a Cecil Beaton one I don't know if it's out or coming out as well isn't there oh yeah there's I heard a new about Bill that. Cunningham no it's it's really interesting isn't it it's I don't know if it's linked to people getting more prominence because of social media and like greater access yeah. to all of these people through images which 
previously you would have had to really look for so that people can kind of be revived if you know what I mean or not revived but like there's more interest yeah I I don't know or just documentary becoming a an exciting form I think probably what what you the social media thing I would think Mm. is probably one of the reasons I I listened to a um, business of fashion podcast quite an old one which is with the two people who I think it's two directors of the McQueen uh, film and they saying something about which I haven't seen that they wanted to make it for non-fashion they didn't want to make a fashion film and it was meant to be for people not necessarily interested in fashion that's interesting yeah and they mention one screening where someone says my friend dragged me here I really didn't want to go she said it was about fashion I wasn't interested at all and she said I'm I'm crying it was so moving Um, I want to find out all about McQueen now and so I thought I mean that's in a way the same as as what you well it's slightly different from what you say but I guess I was yeah I was just wondering whether there's a bigger audience Um, and there must be it's the same with the McQueen exhibition I guess maybe 10 years ago even if it had been as fabulous, maybe not that many people would have gone. I don't. I don't know. No, I guess it. I guess it's more kind of visual and cultural prominence, but also it's. It seems to be particular periods because there's like McQueen, for example. But then there's there's a lot that focus on people from the set of like or the era of the seventies, isn't there? Yeah, that's which true. I think you see a lot on Instagram. I don't think it's just that I follow a that period or or, or like people from that period but um do you think it's also that it's it's like better than doing a book she says with a heavy heart yeah as someone who loves writing books i'm not well obviously not better um but i guess you get a different and maybe a wider audience yeah Um, i also i wonder look what i keep thinking about is the valentino documentary oh i love that one. yeah me too or the the one you really like that is isaac misrahi Mis- oh my god that's my top favorite ever. i know and the the valentino one i don't know when that was from maybe the 90s a few years or, ago or I, I, quite, no, it, I don't think as long as that i'll maybe. have a look and and i'm not sure whether that was ever shown in cinemas do you think it well, was? Well, that was the other thing I was going to say, is is, is there anything... It, that was 2008. Oh, okay, no. Is, is there anything about distribution? You know, because there's that... Um, there's an Apple channel, isn't there, that's just fashion films, and there's... Or this company called Dog, Ma- Dog Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, who seems, make so many of them. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I guess there is that... There must be that as well. Um, and I guess there are more on artists as well. Because there's a new one on Andy Goldsworthy, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah, maybe. And we have, at work, we have this, um, at the quarter, we have a channel called Canopy. I don't know if you've had I think you mentioned has... it to me, but I don't think yeah, I Yeah, and that's amazing, the things. I like, last weekend I watched one on Herbert Matter, who is just amazing, but quite obscure, really, to have a documentary he's he's do you know him he's phenomenal Mm. he's like a graphic designer photographer and he was in you know he worked for harper's bazaar and he does i just love them so much he does like amazing like collages like there's this spread where oh the layout is amazing i'm gonna have to send you some of them where it's really graphic and it's like blue and white or red and white of skiing and there's like 
you know, photographs of, of women skiing onto the page as though they're jumping onto the page from the edges. It's incredible. Really lovely, like modernist style. And mm. I also saw a one, like a short one on um, Frances McLaughlin Gill and her sister, who again, I think are amazing. Um, they're like 30s, no, 40s, 50s more that they were best known. Um, but, you know, a half hour documentary on them and all different artists they've got on there. Really, really interesting. Maybe there is something about documentaries being more more popular. Um, yes. Which in no, itself I think is, definitely is, is interesting. Yeah, um, just, just... Well, it's also... It's almost like trying to kind of keep hold of things or, or kind of capture them. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of trying to fix them. Oh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. Well, it was just because there's this really, oh, what's it called? There's this really great um, documentary that I love, which I'm going to find in a second for you, um, that's about this woman who's looking for her own um, family. Like, she's trying to find out who her father was. And it's really, it's really touching. And it's really, oh, it's called Stories We Tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's all about memory and history and like personal history it's from 2013 oh it's just so beautiful and it just like i've talked about it with students sometimes because you know we always do a session where they bring in something to Mm. do with dress that's personal and it just really made me think about how i really see like on american tv shows including keeping up with kardashians they're always saying about let's you know we're making memories as though it's not you're doing a thing to do the thing. You're doing it to remember it, if yeah. you know what I mean. Sorry, and, there's some police sirens outside. Oh, that's all right. I couldn't hear them. Um, that you're, and the stories we tell is about, like, how families, you know, how, like, each member of a family can have a really different perspective oh, yeah. on, some, on something. And I think it's, like, it's almost... I think there's an interest in telling your own story, which social media really... Yeah. Mm. encourages of kind of curating and directing your own documentary in a way through pictures or whatever and I feel as though this is almost like educational films if you know what I mean but through that lens yeah I'm also yeah no just of it being like memory and history blurring together because there's always like really great um, like oral histories with people who knew the designer or was inspired by them or whatever. So it's kind of how people felt about this period or this makeup artist, as well as the facts of their lives. Yeah. And I, I was just also wondering about, but I don't think that is true, but I'll say it anyway, something like almost like an antidote to fake news and fake... Yeah, that's fake... true. And like reality shows. Mm. Yeah something more more considered maybe yes that's really interesting Mm. that's really interesting that it's something that's that's really trying to yeah again it's kind of trying to fix things yeah in both senses of the word isn't it yeah and i mean once we do our documentary (laughs) on all the makeup styles we're we're attempting then we're just gonna we'll fix something i'm not sure what we'll fix (laughs) 
it'll be a correction of something. It will, be, it will fix ourselves never to work again. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, that's a good note to end on, I think. I think it is. Let's not push that further. Okay. All right, well, it's so good to speak to yeah, you. So, and I'll speak yeah. to you next week. Yeah, great. Speak to you next All week. Right, bye. bye.